Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Think Tank podcast. My name's Maria Van Vuglis from The Conscious CEO. I chat with various experts who are making an impact in the universe on topics such as business systems, personal branding, pitching, lead generation, revenue and profit, mindset, public speaking, and even team culture in the world of business. So welcome to this episode. Saul with me, who is the owner of Suspended Animation and is a social media, digital media strategist, podcaster and podcast coach. He actually helps small businesses build their brands and build um, their business using social media and podcasting. Something else that you may not know about um, Darren is that he's also a photographer and a photographer tutor. What he realized after integrating social media and podcasting into his marketing strategy over the last few years, he can honestly say that if you are prepared to do the work, the results will be astounding. And one belief that he actually believes by is if you're not on social media, you do not exist. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Darren. Um, Thanks for joining me on today's episode. Thank you, Maria. Welcome. Uh, Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Um, I'm really excited to have you on here um, because we were talking about how to build a strong online um, presence with social media and podcasting. And I know that you've got some uh, great uh, information for the listeners and it's going to be a really great episode. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to sharing everything that I've learned down in the trenches over the last few years and hopefully giving some value to everybody that's listening. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit more about yourself if I haven't already covered it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, uh, Sydney born, born and bred here in Sydney, Australia. I live close to the beach, close to Bondi. So I'm always going down there for a little walk or for a run or something like that. Um, So love it around here. But as you mentioned, I've been a photographer for a number of years. And in the last couple of years, I really realized that social media and podcasting is here to stay and it can be an incredible tool to help you market your business. And so I dived deep into social media and podcasting a couple of years ago and it's just been a journey ever since and I'm just learning and growing and it's evolution and I can honestly say that it's brought me incredible results and awareness and um, you know there's so much to learn and it can really be a benefit to everybody out there that's looking to give any message, whether it's personal, professional, for charity, for whatever reason, a marketing channel like that is incredibly powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's um, a big component of any business nowadays, especially with um, what's happening at the moment. Definitely. I mean, nowadays, you know, right now the attention is on, social media platforms and on podcasts and audiobooks, for example, constantly more than ever before, because people have a little bit more time. They're at home working away. They might have a bit more flexibility in how they work. So everybody's attention are on these platforms. And if you don't jump on those platforms and maximize this particular time, you're leaving opportunity, incredible opportunity on the table. I can't Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me, Darren, what are some common mistakes um, business owners make when um, coming to an online, um, uh, sorry, when um, building an online branding? 
Awesome. Yeah, great question. Wow. Um, look, so many. Um, first of all, a lot of a lot of people and organisations don't even know why they really should be putting together a serious social media content marketing strategy. They have no idea what it actually can bring them. You know, they might have heard about what social media is, but they don't understand really what it is and what it can do. So a lot of people don't even know where, why they even why they even should do it. Number two, they don't know how. If they do know the why, they don't know how because it is, um, you know, it is complex and it's a strategy. It's not just something that you can do once in a while, get your niece or your nephew or your, you know, person that works for you in admin to just put on a couple of posts and think that, oh, my business is going to double and triple. It's a serious strategy, just like any other business strategy. And you have to put the time in, the effort to learn, to understand, to study other people, to become better with your content creation. So the how and, you know, the actually execution of it is a massive um, growth phase. And I'd say the last point would be when people that are actually doing it to a certain degree, they don't do it consistently or regularly enough. So a lot of people might think, oh yeah, look, I'm doing a little bit here and there, but there's so much noise out there on social and podcasting, for example, there are so many podcasts, there are so many Instagram channels, there are so many Facebook pages, there are so many LinkedIn pages, everybody's promoting something and blasting something away that you really have to be consistent. You have to do it really regularly and you have to do it with a bit of quality and a bit of style to get noticed. Otherwise you're just like everybody else. So three things really, you know, how, why, and not doing it regularly enough are probably the things that a lot of people struggle with initially um, when they're starting their strategy. Yeah. And out of those three things, would you need to do all those three things or, or do some people do one of those three things and miss a couple of the others? And how does that really yeah. work with yeah. some business people? Cause I've seen it um, with the people that I've worked with that they'll just throw something out there just to, to say that they've done their social media bit. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Put on my post for the day. Now I can go and get back to normal work, real work. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's not how it works. I mean, I think you're right. I think it has to be done all together. You know, you really have to continually asking yourself, why am I doing something? Because things change, you know, and strategies change, reasons why you do things change. So you have to be continually editing and auditing your own performance and your own execution. You have to be continually learning what the new way to do things are. Are there better ways? And that's why I say, it's really great to follow people that do it well and that are at the forefront of the industry because you learn by osmosis. Mm. There are so many great people executing on social. And if you just follow two or three a day, like I do, um, it's amazing what I learn every single day. And, you know, regularly and regularity and consistency is absolute key. You cannot post once a week. You might as well just not even bother. You've got to do it and you've got to do it seriously. And it's a serious business marketing strategy, just like any other marketing strategy. It's not the only marketing strategy, but it's a really important one and it has to be treated as such. Fantastic. Okay. So tell me, um, what are the, the real keys that make a real difference in building an online branding strategy or refining a current um, uh, branding strategy, let's say, um, that a business may already have? Awesome. Um, a few things. 
first of all, I mean, as I mentioned, there's so much noise out there. There's so much competition. Everybody's attention is on these platforms and everybody's on these platforms. So you really have to stand out. You have to be different. You have to be authentic. And everybody throws that word authenticity around a lot these days. But it's just really about being, you have to do it your way, in your style, with your voice. And over time, you start to really refine and develop that stronger and stronger and stronger. Because, you know, the only thing that separates you from everybody else out there pumping out the same content is you, who's who you are. So you people and people fall in love with you and how you do things. And that's not to say that everybody falls in love with you. There's some people that say, oh, this, dri this guy's driving me crazy every morning. I'm going to just disconnect. Fine. You can't be all things to everybody, but you have to be honest and authentic to you and put out the messages that you want to put out in your voice, in your style. That's really important. Do it your way. You know, you can take inspiration from everybody else and learn from others, but you have to put it, put it in your voice. So that's a really big one, you know, and that's something that's one of the main things that differentiates anybody from anybody else on social. Um, the other one is value. A lot of people forget this. And when I look at social media and digital media platforms every day, 95% of the time, people are just push. I call it push selling. They're pushing, promoting stuff at me constantly. And this doesn't even have to be in the form of social media. This could be in the form of email marketing. This can be in the form of SMS. And I'm getting things from, it's ridiculous, the, the messages that I get all day long, just pushing stuff down our throats. You know, but social media is a big one. And if you can just twist that a little bit and try and think of giving value to your audience, think about, obviously you have to understand who your target audience is. So you have to take a bit of time to define that. You know, but that's not too hard to do. Then you have to work out where they live and which platforms. And with a bit of um, education and a bit of experimentation and feedback, you can learn that pretty quickly. But then you have to give them value messages and value content that is going to help them in their day-to-day, -day, in their journey. What struggles do they have? What do they need to know? You know, instead of pushing out what you want to push out to the world. And that's not to say that you can't promote yourself. You know, you can't always just give people content and not say, sell, not try and sell anything. Otherwise, you know, you're going to go out of business. But you've got to be, you've got to, you've got to give much more value in your posts than you take and then you ask. You know, it's really just a different way of thinking. And it's not hard to do. It's just thinking about, all right, what, you know, my target audience does, it does this. What do you think they need? Great. Let me do this. Let me do that. And you can really have fun and be lateral as well. You know, if you're selling um, socks, you can start giving people tips on how to pack better in general. When they travel, you can give people ideas of how to clean their, you know, clean their clothing, how to, how to pack their wardrobe, whatever. You know, you don't have to just put your content out for how to, you know, choose socks, you know. So it doesn't have to be that one-dimensional and that lateral or that uh, linear it can be very lateral and you can have some fun and you can become the go-to person with regards to a much wider um, topic. So that, you know, so it's really value um, being yourself. And the other thing I would say would be a variety, variety of content is really important. You know, you have to really keep mixing it up. And when I talk about variety, there's 
long forms of content like long videos and then there's long form blog posts long form articles and then there's short little mini bits of um, written content and then there's little spliced up little videos or sound bites and then there's medium-sized content then there's screenshots there's graphics i mean there's no end to what you can do when you start creating content on social media and you have to keep mixing it up because you have to keep it interesting if every day your audience jumps on and sees the same type of thing they're going to get bored really really quickly so you've got to keep mixing it up. So I get up every morning at like 5.30. I'm crazy. And I, my first hour, an hour and a half is really spent on putting out some social media for the day. And then later on, I revisit that a few times during the day. But they're like my soldiers that go to work for me every morning while I'm doing my other stuff. They're out there promoting what I do and giving value to my audience and trying to make it as, as, you know, as varied as I can. I'm thinking, what haven't I done today? Or what haven't I done for a little while? I haven't put a video up for a little while. All right, let's put a video up today. Or I haven't put a long piece of content that people can really get their teeth into. All right, let's put that up today. And let's put, follow it up with some other little fun graphics or a screenshot. So you're going to keep on mixing it up. And the last thing I want to say about that is that people think, might be listening to me and thinking, oh my God, this is hard work. <laughs> this, what is he going on about? All this kind of stuff. You know, where do I begin? I, I don't have time for that. I don't even know how to do this. But creativity is a muscle. And the more you practice and execute and strengthen that muscle, the better you get. And I'm, I'm, I'm pulling that from a great um, author and great businesses by the name of Chet, sorry, Chad Jarvis, who is the creative creative live. And he wrote a book and he's got a whole podcast on creativity. And he says, creativity is a muscle. And if you strengthen it every day, you get better and better and better. And I've definitely seen that in my journey over the last couple of years. You know, if I go back to my stuff from two years ago, I cringe. But you just got to go through that journey and have some fun. And then every day you get better and better and better. So, you know, variety, um, being yourself and giving people value is so important these days with social media. Yeah. I love that. Um the value like stacking the value over a period of time before you ask for the sale you know in when i teach this a sales process or a sales um specifically in that context um that's one thing but it's interesting to hear it specifically on a social media platform how it's exactly the same thinking in a, just a different um context let's say um and, and variety like as you were saying that um yeah absolutely i you, you do because people get bored so quickly these days, I think because they're so stimulated so much, especially with social media, that um, that is one component. But one thing that really um, stood out for me with what you just said is having an intention going back to what you said earlier and having a plan in how to execute that um, is, is uh, imperative, I think, with what you just said. So... Yeah. I can't stress that enough. You know, it's a serious marketing strategy. It's not a game. You know, it's a serious uh, platform or serious platforms. It's a serious medium and you can get incredible results, but you've got to have to think about what you're trying to achieve and how you're going to do it. You know, it's not hit and miss. It's a serious mm. strategy. 
And um, do you think that uh, for people that are out there that might be reviewing or um, starting out with the social media strategy, let's say that they do all platforms or they just pick one and do one and what's your take on that? Yeah, really good question. I mean, there's so many people that will say different things. Some people will mm. say, take one platform that is your most, um, where your most, where your strongest platform in terms of your audience and go hard on that platform. Uh, some people will say, do everything. I'm kind of falling into the middle in a way. I'm like, it's really about time as well. Mm. If you have unlimited time, you can have, you can start playing on loads of different platforms to build up an audience on all sorts of platforms. And you know, the more time you have and the more platforms you work on, the more audience you build and the more potential mm. for business. But you know, we're all, we all have limited time. So I would say, take your top one or two or two or three, depending on your time and go hard on those. So for me, it's LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, you know, as well as the podcast, you know, if I call that a channel, which it is. Um, you can't really do everything all the time, but choose your one or two or three platforms where you really think you've got to get the most bang for your buck. And um, when I say bang for your buck, I don't always mean paid advertising. I'm just talking in general, you know, organic uh, marketing is extremely powerful. And, you know, I do more organic stuff than I do paid stuff. Mm. But um, just in terms of the, the energy you've got to put into it and you have to keep tracking it along the way. If, if you're realizing that one is not working so much, tweak it, change it. But if you really realize it's not working, dump it, go to something else. Mm. Don't waste your time on a platform that's not giving you what you need, but you will find that two or three together probably will be a sweet spot if you have the time. You know, that's the key. Fantastic. And um, do you think um, with branding strategy, you would need to uh, adapt to different, say, economic situations or different uh, business environments as they change, especially with what's happening now specifically? Yeah, what a fantastic question. I think that is so true. You know, and that is uh, two points here, really. Um, when I said you really got to give value, that's when you really got to be thinking about what is happening in the current marketplace because your value is, is going to change depending on the environment you're in or the value you give to your audience. Because in different cycles of life, everybody wants different things. Mm. So you have to be very in tune with what your audience wants at any particular time. And COVID, for example, you know, people don't want to be sold to as much. You still got to sell, you still got to do what you're going to do. We've all got to live, but you have to be thinking about what people need right now. And maybe even toning down your, 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 your messages and your, you know, the, your expression and how the words you use and the copy you use to fit the time and the environment we're in. So that's really, really important. Um, and the other thing, what was I going to, th I'm just thinking something just came to me. Uh, I've lost it. Anyway, it'll come back to me at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so just on that point that you just said, um, obviously people's problems have changed now. So people, uh, businesses messaging and problems that they solve would need to adapt, which I would see how that would tie into how branding and marketing strategy would need to be quite adaptive in um, portraying those solutions to those new problems, let's say. Definitely. You know, the world's always changing and you have to keep gauging the market. And now oh, there you go. That, that just came back to me what I was, what I was going to mention. I think this is really important is that a lot of people 
um, start relying too heavily on those automated um, tools to push out your social media content. And that can be a little bit dangerous because say you automate something, you automate all your content for the next three months or six months. You haven't at that point, you don't know what's going to be happening in three to six months. And the tone of the, of the working environment and the, the world we live in might be very different. And those messages might not fit, mm. but you've already pre-set them and pre, um, pre, you know, um, package them to just be put out on all your, con- all your social media channels at a certain amount of time at certain periods within the day. And you just forgot about it and your messages will be totally incongruent with the current thinking or the current environment. So I prefer not to use those kind of tools, or if you do use those tools, use them a week at a time. Don't schedule your stuff too far in advance because you lose your finger on the pulse. Mm. So I think it's a really important point as well when you're talking about, you know, adapting to the current environment, the current marketplace. Fantastic. Amazing. I love that. Um, Okay. So I just want to switch gears now. So uh, about podcasting, right? Because this is something that uh, you do really well. So what is podcasting and why should business owners be implementing this as part of their marketing strategy? Good. Okay. I love podcasting. I'm so, I so love talking about podcasting and, you know, podcasting again was something that I fell into a couple of years ago and, you know, I just started you know, one episode every now and again, and now I'm almost doing one a day. It's like sometimes two a day. It's crazy because I just love it so much. And it's really giving me some great results. Mm. But what is podcasting? Podcasting is really just um, a radio, your own radio station. You know, everybody nowadays should be thinking about what they do in terms of having their own, you know, voice and pushing out their communication through their own communications channel. And a podcast is, is your own communications channel. It allows you to broadcast your messages, your voice, your content to the world. And you don't need anybody to allow you to do it. In the old days, before the internet was at such scale, you had to, you know, you had to be a radio host or you had to be, you, know, you had to do your time to build up to getting to the point of being a radio host or a TV presenter. Nowadays, you can have your own channel and start right now and nobody can tell you you're good enough or you're not good enough. You just start and you get better as you go. And it just has its own journey and it's, you're in control. So the internet has given you that, that uh, license to do whatever you want to do from an audio, video or written point of view for that matter. And really a podcast is just another channel or a radio channel. And a lot of the time now we have video podcasts as well. So I think that's really um, useful to have a, a, an audio podcast and have a video version and put that on YouTube. And I know that that's what I do and that's what you do. And, you know, it's just another way, it's a platform that allows you to get your message across to the world. Um, and as well as that, if you're interviewing guests, your podcast is a stage for your guest to shine. Mm. It's a stage for your guest to come on and share their expertise with the world. So, you know, the, the better you build that stage, the more guests you draw to you and the, the higher quality guests you draw to you and the referrals come. And, and I'll go into this a bit later on probably, but there's so many benefits to having a podcast. But, you know, what is a podcast? It's just another channel that you can 
use to get your message to the world and it's a stage that you're building for other people as well. Absolutely. And the internet nowadays makes it so much more accessible to be able to, to do that, which is so easy, <laughs> uh, which I'll get to in a moment in terms of a question and how we do that. But um, yeah, uh, I think as what you said, it's definitely um, one thing that all businesses should be considering, let's say, in how they're, they're running their business. So tell me, what are some fundamental elements to a successful podcast? Awesome. Um, well, I mean, a podcast, um, there's so many reasons to, to put a podcast together. Um, but in terms of, you know, the four or five things that podcasts give you, and then I'll jump into, you know, what are the aspects of a podcast. But podcasts give you, um, obviously, that host, as a host, you, you're that brand, you're that person, that, you know, that personality, and it allows you to get your brand into the world every day and it allows you to get content out into your audience that's varied as well because every time you have a podcast if you're interviewing a guest you have loads of different people so you have a lot of variety people love having variety put in front of them all the time so as a podcast host i'm giving a lot of new content to my audience regularly it's putting me on a stage in terms of what i do and my brand awareness but I don't necessarily talk about what I do in every podcast. I don't do that very much at all. If people like what, I, what I'm saying and how I'm coming across, they'll go and search for me and they'll find out what I do. Um, it, it gives you opportunities to go then and you know, further yourself in terms of speaking and building yourself as a thought leader and that type of thing. Um, but what's really powerful about a podcast as well is that you're interviewing people every single episode and you're building relationships with those people one-on-one -on -one. so that is incredible lead generation for businesses you know because when you think about it if i was if i wanted to you know knock down the door and open up an opportunity with a particular company you know nowadays cold calling is almost dead nobody takes a cold call anymore if i ring somebody up or even message them on linkedin or email them they get i go into the spam filter and i never hear back but if all of a sudden do, I say, do not oh, answer folder. Exactly. If do not answer folder, gone. <laughs> but if I say, look, I want to interview you on my podcast, oh, all of a sudden, doors open up. Mm. You know, it's amazing. Everybody wants their five minutes of fame. Everybody wants to have their message broadcasted to the world. And because I'm the stage and the host of that process, I the doors open. So as a lead generation tool, you know, if you can set up a podcast and then start interviewing all your potential prospects and customers and, you know, anyone that's loosely connected in your industry or a point of your area of influence, it, the opportunities that come to you from a business point of view are incredible. Mm. Um, so that's another really important reason to have a podcast. Um, and, you know, you learn so much from podcasting. So I've kind of just given you a little bit of, as the why podcasting is so powerful. But what makes up a great podcast are really uh, three things. Preparation, production, and promotion. The three Ps. And those okay. are the three things that I kind of use when I teach podcasting and when I coach podcasting is I do a little session where we go through three Ps. But P number one is preparation. The more prepared you are as a host and the more prepared your guest is, the better the show and the 
the better the outcome for everybody. You know, everybody wins. So I take a lot of time, as you did, to prepare your guest, to really let them know what they're going to be expecting, mm. let them know what they're going to be talking about, um, understanding the tone of the show, the audience, et cetera, et cetera, and preparing yourself for allowing, you know, facilitating that guest and executing that, that show. Um, number two is the production. You know, the production doesn't have to be Hollywood. It's not, you know, it's not, uh, we're not talking about, you know, you know, the Emmys here or the, the Academy Awards, <laughs> but you have to just put some attention to the sound quality and how you produce it in terms of, you know, your branding and maybe consistent with your logo and your branding, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of a few little tricks and, and tips that come into production, but it's not hard and you don't need a lot of um, equipment and you don't need to spend a lot of money. But the third thing is probably the most important is the promotion of a podcast. You know, just like a website, if you have a great website and nobody knows it exists, you never make any money or you never get any, any traction. Same with a podcast. You can have the, the most brilliant podcast, but if you never promote it, nobody knows it's there. Nobody listens and nobody views it. What's the point? So there's a whole art form in just like with other parts of other pillars of social media of how to promote things properly. And I always say that a podcast is just another piece of your larger or wider social media content strategy. You know, a podcast is great from a podcast sake and people have made a lot of money just from advertising and, you know, selling their podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Joe Rogan just sold his podcast to Spotify for $100 million. Wow. He's done extremely well just from being a, a very well-known podcaster. But if you don't want to take that route, you can still have an incredibly successful podcast because it allows you to put content in front of your audience and it's a lead generation tool and all those things I just discussed, but you have to promote it. And if you don't promote it, nobody knows it exists. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that go into it and you really have to, you know, it's a strategy just like anything else. Absolutely. And I love how you just simplified it and broke it down into the three P's, which are, I would say, key fundamentals to podcasting as well. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure there are podcasters that are doing it, but not conscious of that particular process that they are doing when doing a podcast. So, yeah, that was really great insight. So thank you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So tell me, um, is, okay, so with podcasting, uh, I have, I've had a lot of people say, oh, but I need all the, the, the new age tech and all the software and I can't do this because I'm not really tech savvy. So can you please demystify <laughs> <laughs> starting a podcast and um, how does one start and what do they need um, in terms of to be able to do that? Do they need, do they need the latest tech, let's say? Yeah, great question. I mean, and everybody always asks me this and it's, you know, again, it depends on the journey, you know, the stage you're at in your journey. When you start, you don't have to go crazy. You know, you can buy a microphone like this, like audio is very important. Mm. A lot of people say that if you're going to have a podcast, obviously the root or the base of a podcast is the audio sound. People have got to understand what you're saying. They've got to, mm. they've got to want to listen to you and not just switch off because the audio is horrible. So it is important to speak well. So you're, you can use what you're using, which is just a mic that comes off that way. You need something that amplifies your voice. Or there's those other ones that come around your head with a little mic that comes here. <laughs> space, like the Star Wars one. The space and then there's something like this. 
And something like this is called, this is a Samson Q2U mic, which is probably the most entry level mic. You can buy it for about $120, you know, on the internet. And it gives you really good sound and it looks pretty cool as well. You know, I like to have a mic that sits on my desk that kind of looks fun. Um, so audio is really important, you know, but you know, any of those methods work as long as you don't just try and use the, you know, the main audio sound of your computer or your laptop, because it doesn't amplify your voice enough. You know, I think studies have shown that people really connect with you when they hear the resonance in your voice. Like there's a whole science behind just that behind voice. So, you know, having your voice coming through properly is really important. Second thing is the video, you know, a lot of, a lot of the um, cameras on your laptops are really good and they, they work really well. But if you want to take it to that next level, you can buy a little external webcam and I've got a Logitech HD, I think C922, if I remember offhand. Um, and it costs about $120 or $150 from Harvey Norman or JB Hi-Fi or on the internet. And it just sits on top of your computer on your screen. I've got a slightly bigger screen in front of me and it just, it's autofocused. So it gives you really good quality of visual and that can make, you know, a little bit of difference, but even the computer is really good. And the third thing is, and this is quite an important one is lighting. And a lot of people forget that, you know, when, if you're doing a video podcast, which I recommend people do, you know, audio and video, but if you're going to be using video, you have to get comfortable with lighting. Mm. And you know, I suppose my photography background helped me a little bit here is that what a lot of times people are very backlit, which means the background is very well lit, but they're, they're facing a dark part of their house or a wall and their, their face is dark. It's almost like a silhouette. And, you know, I can't connect with you if I can't see you, if I can't. So what works is having two lights or one light in front of you that counterbalances that, 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 um, that you know, lighting behind you being backlit and, I, and they're called ring lights. So I'm going to show everybody what one is. So that's a ring light. I can yeah. turn it off and on. It just sits in front. Just, I've got two on either side. Mm. So you can see the difference when I just took one off. Look at the difference in lighting. Yeah. And then if I put that back on, I can actually change the color. I can change the intensity of light. And so I'm constantly playing with my lighting just, and I've got two of them, which really work well. You know, in, when, when we do portraits in photography, we actually use two lights, a key light and a, and a, um, a kicker light or a, you know, a backup light. And that allows us to play with lighting, but two lights on either side just really evens you nicely. And the quality, you know, the lighting in front looks really nice and it compensates the back as well. So lighting is really important. So three things, lighting, um, video and audio. But then the most important thing is, you know, what, what app are you going to use? What technology are you going to use to actually put your podcast together? And I would recommend one particular app called Anchor. Mm. You know, it's probably one of the most popular apps right now. You can use it on your phone. You can actually have it on your phone and you can do a podcast live with someone talking next to you without any equipment, just recording it through the um, microphone on your phone. And it's incredible. When I started, I, I did it that way. Um, now I use Zoom and I just take the audio file from Zoom and I put it into Anchor through the web, web page of Anchor or the back end of Anchor. 
and I can process interludes with music. I can, you know, do all sorts of things, logos. I can, it, Anchor automatically pushes it out to loads of different um, platforms as well, like Spotify and a million others. And then you can actually get on Apple um, Podcasts as well. That's a separate step that you have to do. So the app that I would recommend would be Anchor. It's a fantastic app. And, um, you know, if you're using Zoom, which a lot of people are doing these days, you just take the audio file, put it into Anchor and off you go. And then if you want video, you take the video file, put that into YouTube and there's your video podcast. So it is so simple. It's not funny. And all this <laughs> stuff can cost you two, $300 if you really want to go that far and you got your own podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. That's um, that clarified everything for everyone who is probably <laughs> thinking, Oh, I need so much stuff or I need to lay out so much costing and so forth. So yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so tell me what are some key resources that you can actually offer the listeners and give them some great foundation for online branding strategy? Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I'd love to, um, one thing I really love to do is, um, exercise my brain from a strategic point of view and a, and a social media content strategy point of view because it just really it has a lot of fun. Um, so I'm very happy to offer a 30-minute social media audit for anybody who wants to just have a couple of ideas. They can just give me a ring. Um, I'll set a time with them to jump on Zoom or just do it over the phone and go through their actual social media handles and their, you know, their strategy with them and give them some tips and tricks that they can implement straight away that will help them, you know, on their journey just to tweak things a little better. Cause you know, it's, um, so I'd be very happy for anybody's interested, just contact me and, you know, we'd love to set something like that up. And where can the listeners connect with you? So easiest way is just go to my website, which is www.suspendedanimation.com.au. And as you can imagine from there, you can go to everywhere else. Have little links to my LinkedIn, to my Facebook, to my YouTube, to my podcast, to my Instagram account. So if you want to um, email me, you can email me as well, but, or give me a ring, whatever's your favorite method of communication, just get in touch. And even if it's LinkedIn or whatever, and um, I'd be happy to have a chat and you know, offer that 30 minute um, free audit for you. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Darren. It's been such a, um, such a great chat today on the show. Um, and thanks for taking the time out of your schedule to be here. Uh, thank you, Maria. It's been a pleasure to chat with you about my favourite topics. <laughs> and, uh, it was such a nice, easy, flowing conversation. So I really appreciate the, the opportunity. And um, you know, everybody out there, good luck with everything. And um, we hope that you, you know, succeed and thrive with your social media and podcasting strategy. Thank you so much for tuning in and I trust that this episode has been helpful for you in business. My name's Maria Van Vuglis from The Conscious CEO. Till next